0: Okay, welcome to another episode of the Onside Punt Podcast. My name's Cad and I'm joined by David. How are you, mate? Good,
1: Cad. How are you, man?
0: Very good. Very glad to have you here in the flesh again.
1: Yeah, lovely, sunny, newy. Yes,
0: it's a beautiful day. And we're ready to jump in to the NFC North, giving you all the background of what's happened and what you might have missed since the Super Bowl earlier this year, preparing you for the uh, upcoming season. Should we get stuck in? Let's get stuck in. All right. We're going to start off with the Green Bay Packers. Now... The Packers don't really have that many headlines of their own. I think a lot of their headlines have been dominated by the New York Jets.
1: It's more of an exit party than an entry party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: certainly. And I don't know if you've uh, been living under a rock, if you could miss it even possibly. Aaron Rodgers has left the Green Bay Packers. Now that Jordan Love is stepping up to fill those shoes, Aaron, of course, be moving to the New York Jets. Now, if you've been following the Green Bay Packers since the 90s, you followed a team that is loyal and has long-term quarterbacks. You know, Rodgers was a quarterback for them for 15 years and Brett Favre 15 years before that. It's a, it's a lot of change.
1: It's a lot of change. Yeah, and it's kind of an unknown area that they're moving into now. What were you saying before, that if you were 49 years old or something, yeah, you it, would have only seen two quarterbacks? Yeah, yeah.
0: It's so rare now, as, you know, as we see and we're going through these divisional recaps, quarterbacks move all the time especially in the modern game, having a long-term quarterback is, is rare these days.
1: And they've had a, a, an amount of success as well. So the expectation of a Packers support group would be that they'll get another. Yeah, another great. You know, yeah. Brett Favre
0: and Rodgers are pretty prolific quarterbacks in, in NFL history, especially in the modern game. So a lot of pressure on Jordan Love here. So There's been a bit of change at the Green Bay Packers with Aaron's departure. So we'll talk about this more when we get to the Jets, but leaving the Packers to follow him is Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb. So both wide receivers are gone shipping off to the Jets and tight end Robert Tonyan has moved to the Green Bay Packers rival, the Bears. It
1: does leave Christian Watson behind, um, which probably tells you something about Aaron's... Feelings towards him. His preferences, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
0: Um. (laughs) Yeah, Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs uh, remain in the uh, Packers' main wide receiving core.
1: I'm excited to see what uh, Watson mainly can produce. I thought he had a great sort of period there for the Packers. You just want to see him succeed without Aaron. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I just think he's got credentials. But I don't know what you think about the Packers in general, but it doesn't appear like they're looking to be an overly competitive team this year.
0: No, it's kind of tough. You know, you've, you've, Matt, like you're at the end of a dynasty. Yeah, correct. At a long time. So I don't even know if it's a rebuild or what the case is. Um, There's not that many new players that have signed in, besides Tonyan. He's probably the most notable. Uh, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones will be sharing the running back role this season. Uh, On the defensive side, now Green Bay has eight first round drafts, draft picks on their defense. Yep. But they were ranked seventeenth in total defense in the league last year, so there's a lot of pressure on their defensive coordinator to kind of put that together. They haven't had to make that many additions on defense. What do they do? how do they how do they come back after this kind of shattering loss of a quarterback?
1: surely surely it's 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 universally accepted that this is not a year direct success
0: for them to be even
1: competitive yeah, it's like not too dissimilar to what i think um the commanders are going to be doing it's it's that idea of like what have what have we got left mm. what have we got to work with and then let's look f- let's look to blood as much youth as possible yeah and see what see what we got on our list and then see what we need for the years to come and maybe we like, uh, I would sure after Aaron Rodgers' departure that they'll they have a bit of cash in the bank now too. Yeah, that's so true. A lot of cap space should yeah, be freed up. Yeah, so looking to, looking to the next season but not really concentrating on this one.
0: I believe, in, and I'm not 100% on the details in this one, but Jordan Love was basically offered an extended contract multiple years, um, probably for less money right now, obviously, because it's just the value of what he's at currently. Yeah. And he decided to sign a one-year or even quite a short deal, to effectively say, "I want to prove myself, then sign the bigger deal."
1: Will be a great club to be at on a one-year deal because you're going to have game time, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. Y- you're going to have a chance to up your stakes, if anything. Um, and,
0: and given the last two quarterbacks, as yeah. we mentioned earlier, with uh, Aaron and, and Brett Favre, they are long-termers. You want right. to you want to lock in the Packers for 15 years.
1: What a what a great seat to be in. Mm. Uh, you've got no true competition in that position for yourself and you've just got the season to prove that you're worthy.
0: Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if the Packers, you know, find what they're looking for in Jordan and are able uh, even if they're looking to set him up on their long-term mm. kind of schedule um or maybe we're going to see maybe one or two seasons of finding Tanking? Maybe tanking. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. sorry, whoa. sorry. No NFL yeah, team would yeah, intentionally yeah, tank. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, until they find what what quarterback they want, or as you say, maybe they just drop in the bottom yeah. uh, of the division and uh, in the league and get those uh, one and two draft picks. Um, now they have an optimistic schedule for you know if they were performing averagely, they're only versing six teams who made the playoffs last year. Only two of those teams actually won a game in the playoffs. Um, And they don't verse the Vikings until week eight, which is probably their biggest kind of competitor, especially in the division. So it's a bit of time to let Love find his feet. Yeah, Um, But it's it's a tough div for them at this point. Uh, I think they're in a bit of a, as you said, a rebuild or figuring out who the hell they are.
1: They seem to be in a very different place as the other teams will cover uh, off to those teams. And I think they'll position themselves accordingly. Mm.
0: Well, speaking of, let's move uh, from the Packers to their biggest rivals, the Chicago Bears. Now, the Bears had a Less than optimal season last year.
1: Speaking of long-term tankers. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not really working out for them. <laughs> so I uh, think
1: it's an accident for them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Guys, I told you, not again. We can't keep tanking <laughs> yeah, every we year. Actually,
1: what are we there? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the, sorry, the Chicago Bears uh, ended up with three wins and 14 losses last year. One of the worst records. I think the worst record in the league. Uh, they have their rookie quarterback,
1: I will cut you off there. They did open up the free agency with the most um, salary cap space in the league.
0: So this should be the time to this is yeah. This spending spend some money in and it and they've been place.
1: active. They've been slightly active. Yeah.
0: Let's start off with Justin Fields at quarterback. There, he's taking the helm again this year for the Chicago Bears. Now, he showed glimpses of huge promise. He had some amazing throws. He was ranked first in tight window accuracy. However, he does have a lot of things to work on such as protecting the ball in the pocket. You know, he had 12 fumbles last year. Um, there's no doubt this guy can run the ball. Yeah. Uh, he was. He actually had the seventh most rushing yards from any player in the league. That's impressive. Yeah, so not just quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. against running backs, yeah. everything like that. Um, on the list, he's ahead of Christian McCaffrey and Jamal Williams in rushing yards.
1: Okay, that's impressive. Yeah, it's very yeah. cool.
0: Um, But, you know, he was injured... Fair amount last week. He had crack uh, last year. Sorry, he had cracked ribs and ankle injury, so he didn't get as Stop much running. development.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not a bad, but yeah, it, it is a correlation, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was also the most sacked quarterback in the league last year, mm. so I don't know if the ribs injury and came yeah, from that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But he, I know that they did pick up Delnell right in the draft at defensive tackle, so a bit of an extra protection for Fields yep. um, that they're looking for there.
1: The Bears also traded for DJ Moore. Um, giving up to the Carolina Panthers the number one pick, so which ended up being Bryce Young. Okay. So quite an interesting sort of – we were sort of questioning like, oh, you're giving up the number one pick.
0: Yeah, it's, we, it's a weird yeah. tanking strategy. Yeah, <laughs> and
1: you sort of go, okay. And then we sort of you – know, they've already got Justin Fields. Mm, they've got it? a number one quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, you um, could have
0: picked up. There's surely a strategy there, but they didn't need one of those quarterbacks they are expecting to go early anyway.
1: Yeah, and then obviously to pick up a running back, uh, oh sorry, wide receiver, mm. uh, being DJ Moore. and so
0: It's a good option, I think, that yeah. they need for
1: the Bears. And that probably leads into you'd, there's also been a coaching change.
0: Yeah, so Luke Getzey is the new offensive coach for the Chicago Bears. Hopefully he's coming in to kind of shape the offense around Justin's ability to run uh, and throw those tight window passes yep. you know, with the wide receiver. Sure, that's how it's going to be put together. You would think so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now I believe the Bears picked up a few defensive players in the draft.
1: Yeah, on the other side of the line now. Um, they've done a little bit of work here. So they end up picking up from the Bills, signing on a four-year $72 million contract. Uh, sorry again for the pronunciation, but Treman Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds? Tremaine Edmonds, yeah, that's much go. better. Yeah. Um, so that's a that's a good pickup for them. I think it's a really strong asset to their linebackers and that also they also agreed to terms with tj edwards um and ex titans offensive guard nate davis so it looks like they've done a fair bit of work there well obviously to get themselves up to some competitive nature there so they have a a, i'll commend them for the work they've done in this offseason but Mm. it appears that they're actually starting to forward, forward momentum now with their lines
0: and and in the draft, they picked up a defensive linesman and a cornerback in the early rounds. Yeah. And so they're boosting that role. They also picked up a running back in round four and then more defensive positions in the mm-hmm. last rounds. We won't obviously list them all. Uh, but yeah, they're really backing the defensive end of the field. So yeah. I think pairing up with a new wide receiving option, hopefully the Bears look uh, you know somewhat interesting you know, at the moment. Uh, from three and 14, there's really... Nowhere way to go right but up, up yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But there's an expectation of growth now. I would say, like Absolutely that, that's right. a lot of movement that they should be rewarded. Yeah. Obviously, maybe not a strong start to the season, but once that connections make place, you would expect some victories to come.
0: Absolutely, and uh, I believe they have a, um, a week one matchup with their ultimate rival, oh,
1: the yes. Green Bay Packers. Yes, that will be tasty. Mm, mm, I'm very
0: excited mm. for that. Okay, let's move on to the Minnesota Vikings. Now, Kirk Cousins, still at quarterback, fourth in passing yards last year. He threw 29 touchdowns, so fifth overall. Yet there's this this ugly cloud of media around Kirk all the time. I feel he's criticised often, not the quarterback they want, but
1: he's performing. I find the Vikings a curious team in terms of how they're perceived in the public. Obviously, Kirk Cousins is sort of not talented as this great quarterback as the others are. And w- why would you? Why would you put that on him? Like, w- what's the factor that doesn't make him as good as, as your others? I, th- I think that the common ones I always hear is
0: you know he's not clutch. So I mean he's not good under pressure. It yeah. used to be this series not good under the lights for whatever Ooh, reason. Like yeah, 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 so yeah. night games or whatever yeah. he he wasn't too good in. I I think my personal opinion is that it's optics. Yes. He's the most vanilla-looking bloke, yes. On the on the field, um, up near Mayo, boy. Yeah, <laughs> um, we'll get to him yep. later. Uh, <laughs> but it's funny because I was looking at this quote from Justin Jefferson, and he came to the media. Yeah, I think he actually tweeted this: "All of the Kirk criticism has to stop. I understand y'all hate the dad swag, but his numbers are right up there with your MVP candidates." Yeah, the dad swag.
1: Yeah, that's, that's it though. It's it's the... He's not cool. It's his public perception, isn't it? Yeah. It's, nothing, it's not his on-field. It's the cigars smoking in the change rooms the after. The Joey
0: Burrow kind yeah, of style.
1: like the lad culture yeah. that he produces. And he, he looks awkward in it. Like, let's not <laughs> underrate that. But I just feel like... And the other factor I feel is Justin Jefferson is renowned so heavily mm. that I feel like people think he controls... He's the star of yeah. the of the throw. Yeah. So it's
0: because he can catch them, yeah, not Kirk because Kirk can throw them.
1: Anyone with Justin Jefferson on the end of the ball mm. is it's it luck. Like yeah. it's luck. Yeah. But <laughs> you gotta give him some kudos because he's putting it in the air, right? They got thirteen wins, yeah. four
0: losses last year. There was yeah, he's putting it in the air to Jefferson. Yeah, you know, as
1: and entertaining. Oh like, Jefferson got eighteen hundred yards yeah. last year. They All were, of them were thrown by Kirk. I enjoyed their games immensely. Yeah, yeah. I
0: think they're a super fun team to watch. Um, yeah, as we mentioned, Jefferson is remaining with the team. He had an insane season last yeah, year. Uh, Dalvin Cook remains at running back as well. He was ranked sixth last year in rushing yards. <laughs> hey there, listeners. Apologies for interrupting this episode. I just wanted to jump in here and let you know that since we recorded this episode, Dalvin Cook has now been released by the Vikings. He is now a free agent, meaning that he can be signed by any team from this point on. Nothing's happened yet, but we will be sure to keep you up to date as this develops. Anyway, back to the show. <laughs> now, the wide receiver, Adam Thielen, you remember him from last year? Yeah, right? him. I rate him too. So he's made a move. Now, the weird thing is Thielen had offers from the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Lions, I think the Broncos. And a couple of other teams. A lot of discussions. Yep. But he chose the Carolina Panthers and, quote, because they gave him the best chance at winning a Super Bowl. Now, that list again, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Lions, and the Broncos. Did we, did we believe that? Like, Did, it, did uh, negotiations break down with the other teams? Why would you go to the Carolina Panthers? They've, they've got a brand-new quarterback. He's never seen an NFL field in his life. Is that the team that gives you the Super Bowl win?
1: Oh, sorry. I, I, <laughs> I realise this is a verbal... Um, yeah, this is an audio media. platform. Yeah, Dave's yeah, um, face just yeah, then. <laughs> yeah, uh, I realise you can't see my face. Uh, it was at, what, uh, WTF? Yeah, face. yeah. Mm. Um, so you're telling me you want a title and you don't take an offer with the Chiefs?
0: Yeah, the, the, the last guys yeah. who've won a title. Yeah, I think like, two in the last yeah, three, like four years. Yeah, the
1: literal so. team... That everyone has to beat,
0: and even then, if the Chiefs aren't on this list, you go to the Panthers over the Cowboys or the Lions. Like the Cowboys, I can
1: kind of get. Yeah, I just well, even surely staying. Yeah, have, yeah, like they've just equally as much as the Panthers, right?
0: <laughs> it's it's truly perplexing. However, mm. that Thielen has gone over to the Panthers. Yeah, that's um, quick. he was a decent receiver last year for the Vikings uh, next to Jefferson. You know, but. You start to slide down that order a bit with eighteen hundred yards given to one player. KJ Osborne took a fair amount of receptions and TJ Hawkinson as well. Who they all remain They've at the same time. They've got a strong list. Eh? Got a I strong can understand
1: list. him going to look for more game time or better. A a better spot Yeah, a bit of opportunity. Yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. can
0: understand that it's kind of like in I would say in Formula One mm. when you've got you're a uh vouchery bodass. With Lewis in your team, you go. I just want to be the number one driver. Yeah,
1: yeah. I feel. I feel like the move does make sense. But the narrative doesn't. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh,
1: other notable sort of moves. Um, so they signed uh, CB Brian Murphy on a two-year, twenty million, $22 dollars. So he comes across from the Cardinals, and he'll be a handy handy inclusion for the Vikings as they undergo a youth movement in the secondary. So
0: meaning a lot of young players are coming through. Correct. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, and the other pickup that they've got is edge Marcus Davenport agreed to a one year deal, $13 million contract Former first round pick okay. um, quoted as saying he wants to start from zero after a very disappointing finish to his career at the Saints. I'll be watching him to see what he does with this year at the Vikings. Could be quite interesting. So, where do you see them? This, what's a pass mark for the Vikings in season twenty three, Kattison?
0: They've got to get past. Hmm. So yeah, they've got to get past the divisionals. I think they've got to get into the conference championship. I don't think I see them getting to a Super Bowl, but I think conference champions where they're at. They were thirteen and four last year. That's a good number. You know, I, I would, you'd want to hit that same win-loss record again. But, yeah, you got to get past that conference championship.
1: So that means that we have to go through Philly? or
0: Yeah, between them
1: and the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. They should be there. Like they should be they, up there. That's where they should be aiming. Um, Absolutely.
0: As we said, they've yeah. got huge weapons. They've got a, a really balanced team. There's yeah. no reason they shouldn't be fighting for it. Mm-hmm. This is go- They're in the window. Definitely. Okay,
1: so let's move on to the crowd favorite of last season.
0: Yeah, the Detroit
1: Lions, the surprise of last season, maybe absolutely. Yeah.
0: now you know the whole world fell in love with the Detroit Lions uh, ever since their season on Hard Knocks last year. You know, Coach Dan Campbell established this team's characters. You know, underrated underdogs. Full of character as well. Yeah. I know your favorite Jamal Williams. Oh, brilliant. Just most entertaining brilliant. player. Um and they ended up finishing the season, surprisingly, nine and eight. Yeah. Coming from absolutely nothing. Um, they were kind of where the Bears were the season before, so about three wins beforehand. Coming up to nine and eight. Very impressive.
1: They were right in the window until right. Right to the end, and obviously took some people with out with them. So yes, yes, yeah. So also like those rivalries that they developed. Yes,
0: yeah, absolutely. And I think yeah, no, they've kind of established themselves as a, as a threat. Yeah, in the division, even the Vikings should be quite nervous to go up against the the Lions. I think. Now in the off season, the Lions got in a little bit of trouble. Um, they lost, I think, five players due to a gambling scandal. Now. Quintez Cephas, who is a wide receiver, CJ Moore, their safety, were suspended for at least the 2023 season due to gambling on NFL games. Now, obviously a league policy, you can't gamble on the competition that you're in. Correct. Completely understandable on that one, kind of insider trading in a way.
1: Basic knowledge.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, they also suspended the receivers Stanley Berryhill and the 2022 first-round pick Jameson Williams for six weeks. Now, they gambled, but not on the NFL. They gambled on college football, which they're allowed to do. However, they put the bets on at the Lions facility. So you can go do it at home, but you're not allowed to gamble at the NFL facility. Now, do you reckon this is fair?
1: I think it's fair based on – I think it's fair that they were suspended. They found – they broke a rule they were suspended. What well, yep. they were all told these rules. Yep. Yep. Um they w- i i know people will say the the responsibility is sometimes on the club mm. blah blah is it on the player on the club but i'm sure these clubs are professional enough to be educating their players they all have well, to sit down know. like yeah, and if you're if you don't know it's because you're not listening yeah yeah it's like i think it's a pretty simple I don't really. I'm probably not empathetic a lot with this kind of thing when it's just like
0: if it's clearly stated to you.
1: Yeah, it's like don't do it. Yeah, in my workplace, if I f up too, I'm getting the sack as well. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's like that's yeah. the rules. You know, yeah, you abide by them or don't. I'm, I'm a bit. The thing I don't understand about NFL yet is, okay, six weeks is a big penalty mm-hmm. for I don't know what. I don't know if you put a five dollar multi on or what he put on, mm. but also. Don't risk your $780 pot. Yeah, yeah, minimum salary. Contract yeah. 780. I don't know what you're betting on, but don't bet Even on it, Even right?
0: if it's a $1,000 multi.
1: I don't care what multi. Yeah. Gambling companies aren't going out of funds, are they? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> it ain't worth it. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, how much money are you trying to win? Yeah, yeah,
1: Like I think you're doing all right as you are, so let's just <laughs> leave it at that. Um, But then to like, um, enter into the conversation suspension of Deshaun Watson.
0: Mm, for the 11-game penalty after 11, the controversy. Yes,
1: and yep. for something I would consider grossly more... Awful. Yeah, completely. just can't even yeah, just get the can't narrative even for it. Yeah. It's something that I don't even... I don't always believe in second chances Yeah, for some things. Yeah. And that's one that I, I reckon you could definitely... Yeah, if they've got a six-week
0: penalty... Deshaun only got five extra weeks. Yeah, for what f- he did for
1: something that would have put your whole club into disrepute.
0: Disrepute, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I guess and, and the
1: competition into, like, mm, football, and the team, yeah, and,
0: and all your players around you. And I think I think where we you are coming down on this effectively is the six week penalty for the gambling outside facility. That's just mm-hmm. Deshaun's penalty, not long enough. It shouldn't yeah. be so close.
1: Yeah, let's let's look at that lens of like what is what is the worst thing you can do, to do for mm. your club and for your brand and for yourself, and it doesn't seem to balance out in the in that. But also, come on, guys. Yeah, like come on, don't don't get don't me. do it. Yeah, yeah please <laughs> just, don't. just don't do it. <laughs> please don't. Like, please don't. Just just stay in the game. Yeah.
0: All right. Besides that, then, uh, Jared Goff will be taking the snaps again for his third season with the Lions. Now, Jared, like Kurt, he's not the flashiest quarterback, but he got results last year. Um, and he was actually tied fifth with Cousins for the most TD scored last season. Um in player trades, the Lions lost both both of their leading running backs, Jamal Williams going to the New Orleans Saints and DeAndre Swift going to Philly.
1: So they ended up picking up Montgomery, the running back from the Bears. Yep, the David Montgomery. Now, which is a good, a great pickup, but I did want to talk about. We all wanna, I love Jamal Williams, mm. and this is not because I love Jamal Williams. It actually is.
0: Okay, <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, give but us your bias. Li- yes, yeah.
1: but I think he's an incredible ambassador for your brand. Oh, like, huge. I just think incredible.
0: Every reel on Instagram, yeah, it, it's Jamal. He's so
1: lovable. Mm. Uh, what I question is, they trade or give up Jamal to the Saints, mm. twelve million. Okay, they then pick up Montgomery from the Bears for eighteen million.
0: Yeah, that doesn't quite compute, does it? I
1: can't quite – I'm struggling to process that at the moment.
0: Especially because in the draft, they pick up Jameer Gibbs. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the the top running backs probably under Bijan Robertson who was drafted. Mm. I don't believe that Montgomery is looking to start. I think he'll be a second running back to Jameer. Oh, oh. So he adds Ooh, another layer to headlines. that.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: Yeah, um, you know, Montgomery – uh, he only averaged 50 yards per game last season. Jameer's going to take some time to adjust. It's a good combination package yeah. if Jimmy is leading, kind of exactly what Jamal and Swift were last season. Um, but, yeah, very good point, I think. I don't see where the I money lines up. I can't see the value. I can't yeah.
1: see the value. But be, we'll see how it plays out. But it's, it's yeah. a curious thing.
0: NFL contracts are just a mystery to us But all. I'm sad
1: to see Jamal uh, cross to the Saints. I just thought he suited the brand very well in the narrative.
0: Remaining at the team, Amon Ra-St. Brown will likely be the Lions' leading receiver once again. In the defense, Aiden Hutchison, who proved himself magnificently last year, uh, started his rookie season, only looks to get better. Uh, he actually ended the season with nine and a half sacks. Oh. Yeah. Now, do you, what do you reckon? Why, why can you get half a sack?
1: Because uh, you might. Helps. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I looked that up but, and I was like, if someone asked me, I'm kind of. Stuck but surely
1: it should be um, three point. Uh, yeah, like a third. it should be like a third because <laughs> whoever puts hands on first gets. Three, yeah. You know, <laughs> Majority. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever's first there, right? You know? Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, he, he's quite impressive. Um. They've also got C.J. Gardner Johnson, who's come over from the Eagles as well. But they did lose cornerback Jeff Okuda in a trade for picks to the Atlanta Falcons.
1: They did end up picking up uh, CB Cameron Sutton, come across from the Steelers. Ended up finishing the season, last season off really well. Uh, I think it would be a great inclusion for in in replacement of that of that loss. <laughs> Alright, Cad, that's a wrap of the NFC North in terms of the teams. We come to our favourite part now: headlines and position. Now, projections, for, for, oh projections, yeah, yeah position Positions projections. Works, projections. Yeah. We'll get, I'll get that little, um, maybe I'll make a little thing so I don't have to say Headlines it every time. And projections, yeah, <laughs> CAD's projections. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, for those who are first time listener, this is where I get CAD to give me a headline for where he thinks they'll finish in the in the division and what that headline is.
0: Okay, so we're gonna go from uh, bottom to top here. Yes. In the, uh, in the division. So starting up, coming fourth in the division, I've got the Green Bay Packers. Understandable. Yep. Yep. The headline is, it's better to have loved and lost to the never have loved at all. More. Specific reference to Jordan Love. That's good. That's Green good. Bay will establish if Love is going to be the next franchise quarterback and realize the rebuild starts at the
1: 2024 draft. I reckon that's one of your best so far. <laughs> it felt very poetic but yeah, yeah, I, I found like it, it. Yeah, I, there's a tear <laughs> flowing down my face at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, at number three, we've got the Chicago Bears. Ooh. Now the quote is, I own you, Justin Fields, 2023. So I think the Bears will defeat Green Bay in both of their divisional games this season. The I own you, of course, is a callback to Aaron Rodgers screaming it at Bears fans at an away game after scoring a touchdown for them. Best moment ever.
1: I'm looking forward to that one. That's going to be a good moment.
0: Okay, Minnesota Vikings. This is a tough one. They're at number two. Number two. Number two. You've got the Minnesota Vikings. And the headline is Ragnarok for Kirk Cousins. A little bit of Nordic, a little Viking. Uh, I guess reference there. You know what Ragnarok means?
1: I'm I'm letting you sit in that because I got nothing. <laughs>
0: I well, want more educated a listeners joke, will understand. To it, is it? It's not even that educated. You yeah. just have to see a like Marvel a, Are Hall we movie. talking about Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> Marvel it's movie? exactly referenced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings will not win the division and the Vikings will be looking for a new QB in 2024. Ooh, yeah, I'm going okay. a bit bolder here.
1: Uh, yeah, it could have merit though. It could, it could yeah. And
0: we'll see what happens.
1: So then that, that leaves us with one.
0: The Detroit Lions. I've got a yeah, number one here, yeah. um, which surprises me. Yeah,
1: I, I didn't know we are going to land there.
0: Um, I've got a couple of headlines here. It's yeah. you know, Kings of the Jungle, Pride of the NFC oh, North, yeah. and Hakuna Matata. There's just no worries for the Lions. Oh. <laughs> uh, I would say the Lions will win the NFC North Division just.
1: I like it. Good yeah. Good <laughs> one. Some of you best so far. Yeah, oh, they only get, get worse. Getting better or getting worse, for general <laughs> way you like to look at it.
0: Oh, man. All right. That brings us to end of headlines and projections. And we're going into fan favorites where I get David to help out these new supporters, new fans. Maybe you're looking for a new team for the 2023 season. Each division, David picks out his pick
1: mm-hmm.
0: for the best team to support. Go homie.
1: Well, it ain't the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Put it simply. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs>
0: I think they got that from the first half of the podcast. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then we sort of sit... It sort of sits with um, a couple of teams here. I'll, I'll cross out the Bears. I'm just not ready for them yet. Mm-hmm. Give them another season, see where they're at. Um, yep. But then I'll split. They're like, the two... The two. After, that's, these are two challenging ones to split.
0: I know who I've got.
1: The Vikings are enjoyable. They are very enjoyable. Um, and... The Lions are equally as enjoyable. Mm. But where do I land for a new You're supporter? reeling
0: from the loss of Jamal. If he was in the team, I reckon you'd oh, pick them instantly. Yeah,
1: let's condition it now. If Jamal Williams was still at the Detroit Lions, I'd be changing to support them. Wow, oh, yeah. no way. Yeah. You
0: ditch the Chargers. Yeah, just
1: for just for Jamal. But let's also a note to charges. Are Good.
0: you gonna go to the Saints then? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not desperate <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> I'm not that needy I <laughs> <for> love
0: <laughs> so who are you landing on?
1: I'm actually gonna I'm gonna tell you to follow the Vikings
0: wow okay yeah
1: interesting call cool. superstars you like the, the Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson yeah, established superstar. You can write, you could follow him like a LeBron of basketball. I think, yeah, like just if follow you, if you just like Justin yeah, if, Jefferson, if you're, if you're yeah, you could just moved. watch Justin Jefferson and you will be entertained. I think, yeah. I think it's a great like I learning to love NFL. He was one of the factors in loving it. Him and Jamala equally, equally. yeah. But I think he's he's still at the Vikings. Mm-hmm. They're entertaining. They bomb. Oh, sorry. They throw bombs. Throw bombs? (laughs) They
0: they don't bomb. That's the best. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. I think they're they're an entertaining team. I think get on board. I think watch them. See where Kirk Cousins takes them.
0: There you go. And you might get a brand new shiny quarterback sometime soon.
1: Yeah, and just ride on the coattails of Jefferson. Or like it'll be Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, (laughs) then get off. (laughs) (laughs) What?
0: All right, that that's it for another episode of Onside Punt. Wrapping up the NFC, Noah. Thanks so much for joining me, homie.
1: Thanks, Cad. Appreciate it, man.
0: Bye. Bye. <laughs>